your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. I have a co-host today. I don't think she's going to talk at all, though. She's, she's sleeping. She's on the other side of the desk, taking a nap. Had to bring her into work with the weather in studio. We're kind of social distancing. I would say she's about six feet away. Uh, she's taking a nap too, so you're not going to probably you're probably not going to hear from her at all unless she decides to get up, come over here, and tail wag against the studio desk, which you might hear because that's what. Millie does every once in a while. She'll just get like a, a second wind or she'll wake up from a nap and be like, oh, hey. But I had to bring her in. It was thundering and lightning and she's scared of everything now because she's an old lady. And uh, I didn't want to leave her home alone. So nobody's really in the studio. Nobody's really in the building anyway. But she did make rounds when we when we got to got in here. Uh, there's There's like five people down here and she had to go say hi to everyone. So... 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line if you want to get in here and, you know, talk about whatever. Whatever you want to talk about. There's a big city council meeting tonight. I think the the committee meets at like 530, right? They're probably driving over. They're probably over there, right? Do, do those guys, do they do they bust in right at 529 and get things started? Or do you think they come early? Um, or are they just all online, right? Like we're doing this online too, but obviously they're at city, at city hall. And you could go and... I. I I feel like you can go to the meeting, but they're only letting so many people in and masks are required. But I don't think there's any like public comments, which seems a little strange unless the council allows it. So uh, if they maybe if they a bunch of people showed up and wanted to voice their opinions, a lot of things going down on on the, uh, you know, agenda, I guess, uh, capital improvement budget, five year plan. Uh and, you know, just there's there's a bunch of stuff the city council will be voting on. And it's all kind of worded funny. I was I was looking at this stuff at the agenda yesterday for a while. And it was like, well, that you know what? I don't even I don't even know. So I'm just going to paste it word for word. Uh, so like like bids and resolutions awarding contract to Market and Johnson, Inc. in the amount of two hundred ninety thousand dollars for the base bid with alternate number one for the pump house theater renovation project. What? It just sounds like they're uh, awarding $290,000 to renovate the pump house. So when we talked yesterday about $336 uh, million plan over the next few years for like a police fire, I'm just going to call it a headquarters. They want to call it like a public safety building because it's going to have more than police and fire in there, but police and fire encompass what all those things entail, like like uh, city inspectors and whatnot. So um, police fire headquarters sounds good to me, but that's, that's over the next couple of years. And this year would just be $1 million to spend on land acquisition around fire station number one. And th- the way Doug, I brought Doug Happel on yesterday, city council, the way he kind of described it is if once you buy that land for a million dollars, then we got to use that land for what we said we're going to buy it for. So we're kind of the, the, once, the, once that is approved, that's like step number one into, you know, this police fire building. But I think, I think you could, I think the city council said, you know, you know we're not, we're not going to do the police fire headquarters for 36 million, but we're going to use that land as a new fire station because that, that was the original plan. I think two or three years ago was, was to build a new fire station and build like a couple new build or at least renovate a lot of the fire stations. Cause I believe they're all 60 years old. And I think one is 80. One of those is like 80 or over 80 years old. Um, 
So that's part of the plan. Uh, Eric from Sparta is calling in. I'll put him on. Eric, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yes, I got. I'm gonna say. Uh, I think any business in Lacrosse or area businesses who do not require people to come with masks or provide them with masks to walk into the business should be closed. That people have to have masks. A spike going on, and people need to save their lives. I don't care what anybody says. They need to wear masks entering a building. Instead, they, can't, they don't have a mask. They'll be given one, and they can live with it. That's the only way to stop this thing. Thanks. All right. Well, I think uh, I don't know if that's the only thing that would stop it. It would definitely slow it down. Um, I, I saw I saw a tweet yesterday because because Donald Trump, you know, he he. Uh, tweeted out yesterday, I think it was yesterday, in Germany, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, and many other countries, schools are open with no problems. The Dems think it would be bad for them politically if U.S. schools were to open before November. I, I don't know how schools opening is a is a, a, a right-left issue. I think it's just a, do we, do we, how do we do that safely? And, you know, the kids are going to come in, the students are going to come in, and the teacher, right, could be older, Depending on, you know, I don't know, not depending on anything. The teacher could be older, and then those kids are going to go home, right? But I believe Sparta, speaking of Eric from Sparta, I believe Sparta, because they have a year-round school system, I, I don't know if the entire public school system is year-round, but at least a portion of it. And I know, um, I, I didn't talk to him yet, but I know a, a gym teacher out there, and uh, I guess it's a, it's a little confusing to me how it was described to me, but the the gym the gym teacher fiad teacher I should say sorry gym teachers out there they hate it when you call them gym teachers uh, they're they're not going to be able to use the gym I think the gym's going to be utilized for something else so the fiad teacher is going to have to figure out if like a day like today right it's raining out you can't go outside how to have fiad class in a classroom so I think there's going to be a lot of yoga instruction going down in Sparta I think the kids are going to be doing a lot of planking and and some yoga and who knows what else I, I would I it would be cool if I I could get him on and, and kind of have him break down how exactly he's going to do that, how he's going to have gym class, uh, fire class. Sorry, sorry, B. Uh, all right, number three is calling in. We'll do, we'll we'll get number three and then we'll go to the news. Uh, number three, you're on the air right now. You're on the air. Go ahead. Hello. Hello. You're on. On? Am I on? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> hey. Did I hear you say the city can't buy something unless they know what they're going to do with it? Well, I, I think the 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 city's going to buy that land by fire station number one. They're they're approving a million dollars to buy the land. First of all, I think it's funny that you know if they're going to try to buy that land, whoever's selling that land already knows they have a million dollars. So how much you want for that land? Um, a million dollars. You know, a million so. and a half. City will always pay more. <laughs> yeah, okay. There's two great big houses down here on Fifth Avenue. Okay. Then there's that filling station down there in the bowling alley. Yeah, I was kind of wondering where exactly around that fire station, but yeah, I, I kind of remember that gas station was, was has been closed for some time. So oh, yeah. I was picturing they maybe there. Back taxes. The city will just take that back. Yeah. But anyway, you know when you said about they gotta if they spend that money they gotta use it for what they said they were. Well, how about the title loan place that they played six hundred fifty thousand dollars. They don't know what they're going to do with that, but it was a good buy. But what? What the? But they didn't say what they were going to do with that land, right? Like there wasn't a preconceived. Hey, we're going to put a you know a car wash there. 
They didn't say that, no, right? I have no idea what they're going to do with it, but it was a good buy for 650000 so they bought it. Yeah, maybe. I don't, uh, you know, maybe, I it guess. It wasn't worth that. It was only worth about 200000 Anyway, I was going down to Riverside last night, and there was a cop car sitting at 2nd and State Street. Mm-hmm. Did you hear anything? 2nd and uh Right in front of your uh, studios. Oh, I don't know what time. I was probably About gone. Six, 20 minutes after 6. Oh, well, I was here. The whole street was closed by the Charmont there. Oh, yeah, I did see that. What was going on? They did that the I day before, no too. I have idea. I thought you uh, rub elbows with all those high and die people down there. You might know what was going on. Nah, I just drove by. I saw, yeah, the day before, the, the, the road up the block was closed. I think they're I think they're just doing something in the street there. Well, this was, I don't know why they'd have a cop car on each end of the block. Yeah, they got nothing that's, better to do. That's Well, I don't know. That seemed kind of strange to me. Usually they put up a sign, road closed, men working. Yeah. But there was two cop cars sitting there. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't tell yeah. you. It, I thought maybe you, you check around tomorrow morning. All right, I'll buzz around. I'll talk to my highfalutin friends at the down at the Charmont and ask. Yeah, you do that. All right. four. All right, thanks. All right, we got to go to the news. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line. My dog on the other side of the studio totally passed out now. Weird how that happens when the show starts. She was kind of up watching, checking out, see if anyone was outside the, the studio. Now, all the way spread just on her side. Uh COVID-19 cases, Lacrosse County had nine today, so we're under the uh, double-digit mark again, which is good news. Uh, four people hospitalized, or four people are in the hospital. So the the new stat that the uh, the Lacrosse County Health Department might need to to bring up, and I'm I'm pretty sure this they they always they always post how many people are in the hospital, like four known to be hospitalized. That's kind of how they say it today, and I can make sure that's how they say it today, but. Uh, yeah, four known to be hospitalized. But the the stat as we keep going with this thing is is going to have to be new hospitalizations. Like the state of Wisconsin does that. Um, today, 43 more people have been hospitalized. And 3,726 total have been hospitalized. So La Crosse County says four were hospitalized. Yesterday, they said three were known to be, or uh, was, it, was it three? I'm going to double check. I got it right here. Yeah, three known to be hospitalized yesterday. Now that number is four. But are those new hospitalizations? Are they, you know, did two people yesterday get out? So that left one person in the hospital, and now today four are known to be hospitalized. So that's three more people that have been hospitalized. It's confusing, I know. But it's just as I want to, like, get these numbers out and understand, you know, what's happening in our county because everybody, you know, the 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 everybody kind of is you know like if you're if you're talking about cases we went 11 days with 20 or more cases and everyone's like well no deaths nobody died and then I, you know throughout that that time i think only like a couple of people were hospitalized too so that was good news as well right like yeah no deaths and nobody you know not very many people are in the hospital but it, as we keep going that's that number is going to Hopefully it doesn't, but that that number could likely change. So it'd be nice to know, you know, if the the people in the hospital are new to the hospital or have recovered and gotten out. But um, 
active cases right now. So 545 we've had total and um, 185 still active. So those people, 181 of the 185 are, I would say, at home isolating and quarantining and, and waiting for symptoms to, to go away. And then the, the other four of that 185 are in the hospital, right? Uh, we'll go to the phones. Okay, we won't go to that phone. Sorry. Uh, we'll go back to the phones here. Caller, you on the air. Eric. Yeah. I hope, uh, Rick, I hope you and your dog, Millie, are safe. I know I have a difference with you, but I must say, I hope you're safe. I love the animals. I hope Millie's safe. Thanks. Bye. Okay. Millie's definitely safe. She's safer here than she was uh, at the uh, at home alone with the thunder, the, the scary thunder. What's funny is we went for a walk before we came in here. And it was crazy. It was, you know, the weather was, it wasn't raining at that point, but it was lightning and thunder the whole time, like just the whole time. And she's just out chilling, like walking around, having a good time. She's always hunting for moles and stuff, moles and, and chipmunks. And uh, n- no big deal. No big deal. This thunder thing. No, ah, we get in the house. Oh, it's thunder. What are we doing? <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. And then fireworks, it's a totally different story. Totally different story. We have to just leave the area. There's fireworks. Uh, I talked a little bit yesterday, talked a little bit, talked almost the whole show yesterday about the capital improvement budget that's going to be voted on here in about a half hour in the city council. If you go to the wisdomnews.com website, the story is there. It's a couple, well, it might be on the homepage on top, but it's a, it's a, it is not. It's a, you scroll down, look for the little police fire logo. And um, there's a link there to, to watch the city council meeting. I can click on this link and see if it works. At this point, uh, join the live, live stream. Oh, I don't, oh, put my name in there. Okay, I don't want to do that. I could watch it while we're doing the show, but I don't think they're, you know, that's a 6 p.m. meeting, so I don't think they're doing anything yet. Um, and if you want to get your your comment in, I would say it's probably too late, but you could you could email cityclerk at cityoflacrosse.org, uh, but it's after 5. So I don't know if the city clerk's checking her email or his email or their email at this point uh, as they're, they're getting ready to... Uh, to do the first of those meetings, like a committee, I think there's a committee meeting. But one of the things on the agenda for tonight, if I could find it here, and and Brad might talk about this here in a minute with the news, but the uh, council could decide on whether to loosen local marijuana penalties. And I, it would be funny to just to just have like marijuana, this much marijuana on there, because right now uh, they want to they want to raise it from a minimum of seven grams to twenty five grams the amount you could you could have legally in the county and not get punished I guess it's all a little confusing right because we're we're not even doing we're not even doing medical marijuana in in Wisconsin right like Minnesota we have it it's completely legal if you go to Canada whatever you want to do I think Illinois too right but uh, not in Wisconsin we're we're not there yet that's not a thing we're even going to talk about. But uh, yeah, they want to raise it from seven to twenty-five grams. So you you, you just uh, we're, we're trying to end the penalties for having. I must swore there for having pot, freaking pot, right? Like, like what are we doing? Like we could we, we should this shouldn't be an issue anymore. But at least you know raise it from seven grams to twenty-five grams. I kind of wonder what seven grams of pot. I'm holding my hands out, like just drip a little, just drip seven grams of pot. Drip, I say, uh, scrunch a little seven grams of pot into my hand. Let me see how much that is actually. Uh, so uh, a referendum a few years ago, what was it, back in 2018, like 60, over 60, maybe 65% of the, 
of the county voted to legalize marijuana. So kind of letting the state know all these referendums, nobody ever does anything with them, right? Like we're and gerrymandering that passes every time, you know, every County that's, that's told the, our state reps who are making our laws, right? Our lawmakers, Hey, we should do something about gerrymandering. Hey, we should, you know, the, the we have to draw the lines. We should, the, the voting lines in the state, we should, we should do that in a way that's not political. Hey, we should make marijuana legal. We should do that in a way that's not punishing people unfairly for, for having something so harmless as pot, right? Uh, 608-785-7914. Number three says, uh, that was not, or number three. It, it, number three called in. What did he call in about? Gary, I'm going to forget what he called him about. Gary Podesky is texting, texting me in. I think Gary's driving to city, was driving to City Hall. He said this about a couple, 10 minutes ago. Um, they should teach. Oh, so uh, a little earlier in the show, I talked about, I, I'm looking at the text now. Sorry. A little earlier in the show, I talked about the, the idea of opening schools. I just mentioned it. It was kind of like in passing. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this whole opening schools thing. Trump tweeted, like, Germany, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, and many other countries. Schools are open. No problems. Um, the irony there is Germany had uh, yesterday, yesterday or the day before, uh, 298 cases of COVID-19. 298. The, com- the country. Denmark had 10 cases. The country. We had nine in the county today. Denmark had 10 cases. Norway, 11 cases. Sweden, 57 cases. United States, yesterday or the day before, 55,442 cases. So, uh, yeah, that's maybe there's a little bit of a difference when you talk about opening up. But Sparta schools, I believe, are are going, they do the year-round classes, which lacrosse schools, they, they have uh, two schools. I'm trying to think Northside and maybe Hamilton. Uh, their, their two elementary schools go do that year-round calendar where they have like, I, I, I can't tell you for off the top of my head, maybe like nine weeks on, two weeks off, nine weeks on, two weeks, something like that. And uh, lacrosse decided not to do that because we've been off of school, so to speak, for a while. But Sparta is going to go back into session, I guess. And uh, my friend's a gym teacher, so I'd like to, it'd be great to talk to him. I said it again, gym teacher. He's a phi ed teacher. It'd be great to talk to him to see how he's doing phi ed. And uh, the texter writes in, uh, they should teach useful discipline of taekwondo. I don't know if he knows Taekwondo. I feel like a, a Fiat teacher would have to know that to uh, to to do Taekwondo. That would be that would be uh, interesting, though. So I I, I kind of wonder what he's going to do. He's going to have to get creative. Are we just going to do like a weightlifting class, but instead of lifting weights, we'll we'll lift desks because the the gym is being used for other things. So Fiat class can't be in the gym, and it's raining outside. So if they had Fiat today, you, you know, unless you want to make the kids go out in the rain. They might catch a cold, right? Look out. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but so the idea there that you're going to have to have FIA class in a, in a classroom, literally, uh, is kind of interesting. Like, what would you do? You'd have to get creative, right? Like, uh, maybe you remember the movie Karate Kid, Daniel's on, wax on, wax off, uh, paint the fence. Maybe do that with the, they don't have chalkboards, so you can't even do that with chalkboards. You have to do that with the dry erase board, I guess. Wax on, wax off, do some... That's, that's kind of like Taekwondo, right, Nathan? Nathan texting in. They should do Taekwondo. All right. So uh, Scott's comment. We should do Scott's comment in the news. And uh, we'll be back after this. I was a- All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914. The talk and text line. If you want to shoot me a text, give me a call. 
What do you want to talk about? The city council is going to get into a meeting here in about a half hour. I think the committee meets right now to uh, vote on the of, of the things they're voting on, the capital improvement budget. There's like 39 other things, 38 other things to, to vote on, but the capital improvement budget is in there. And I would I would say, looking at the agenda, I'm I'm not versed very well, well versed into things on the agenda. There's there's a couple of things on there. I'm like I don't really know what that is. I know what the marijuana one is. There's uh, you know they're voting on that. It, it doesn't. Uh, they're also voting on a resolution approving settlement agreement in the case of Sears Holding Corporation. Is that the 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 oh no I forgot what it's called that that black something for stores I don't remember. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's a couple other things on the agenda. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought it up when I, when I can't remember what the lawsuit is about, if it is even a lawsuit. Uh, they're also doing uh, TID districts, uh, approving a bunch of those, tax incremental districts, approving those or amending those, approving amendments for those. Um, something on the pump house and $290,000 looks like for theater renovation project and a couple other things. Maybe tomorrow we we uh, just get a city council member on and just to break it down. What what did you vote for? What did you vote against? That that would probably be a good thing uh, for those who care about what's going down in in the city of Lacrosse. Uh, also, of course, the thirty six million dollar police fire building. So the idea here is that they're going to spend they're going to approve spending for the capital improvement budget within that capital improvement budget, which is a hundred I believe almost one hundred nineteen million dollars for the next five years. And in there, you know, year to year, Doug Havel kind of explained this a little bit yesterday, city council member and police fire commissioner, police fire commission, vice chair, not police fire commissioner. Uh, uh, he kind of explained, you know, year to year, it's, it's a capital improvement budget. It's five years, but year to year, we'll have to approve all the things that are on it for, for the next five years. But the first year we'll be a, a, approving a million dollars to spend on land acquisition around fire station one, which is at fifth in market and that land acquisition would be used to build this 36 million dollar police and fire i'm calling it a headquarters yesterday i called it the death star uh but but uh the happel said that you know because because that's what the council is approving that it's the city's taxpayers money they can't they can't go back on using hey we we bought this land it's going to be for a million dollars right because everybody knows <laughs> there's a million dollars out there so how much you want to sell that land for how much you got well you could see in the agenda a million dollars okay well that's what i'm selling it for um but i guess they don't have to buy the land and and that's kind of the idea is here maybe maybe we just don't don't go ahead with the 36 million dollar police and fire building in this year's budget capital improvement budget right like well, let's let's set that off a year let's not even talk about it for a year because we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're cutting budgets for everything. We've cut the fire budget. We've cut the police budget, not by a lot. We've cut the library budget by a half a million dollars. And um, so maybe we should just not talk about spending money where it's unnecessary at this point or, or just where we could just put it off for, for a year or whatever. Uh, so yeah, my, in my idea that I'm, I'm kind of with that. And, and Jessica Olson also on, Yesterday, City Council Member Jessica Olson, she talked about this being an evolution too of the plan. The, the original plan was to build fire stations, 
And that plan sort of evolved somehow into making it a police fire headquarters. But then it never was really like a debate on this, I I guess, is how Jessica kind of described it. It just kind of evolved into that. And that's kind of where they're at now. And she wants to hit reset on the whole thing and go, all right, well, let's go back. Let's go back on all this thing, this stuff, because the original plan was for fire stations and we've changed it to fire police headquarters and among among other things that would be in there. And we need to start over and then go to the public with this. This is the plan. This is the 30, you know, and where do you guys, what do you, what does the public think of it? Does the public want it at fifth and market? Um, I think at one point, uh, I think maybe fire chief Ken Gilliam said that was a high crime district. So would that be a good place to put a police and fire building because that would lower crime or would it, I don't know, or would it just feel intimidating for people that live around there? Uh, all right, number three is called back in. Number three, you're on the air. Go ahead. Did you find in there where they want $400,000 for a shelter house at Wygott Park? Um, I saw something about the park, but I don't know. I'm, let me... oh, there's a lot of parks, but the $400,000 for a shelter at Wygott Park, I'll tell you something. If I owned a piece of land, I could put up a beautiful house for $400,000. Yeah, I think I think part of that is to, and I don't, I can't justify four hundred thousand dollars, but maybe part of that is to update the restroom so they're like handicap accessible and stuff like well, that. Well, that's what they want to do is build a new shelter, yeah, so that the restrooms are up to code, you know, because they just got a little, uh, like a little garage over there now. It's an old one, you know, but they got to make it, you know, for the handicap people, which I can see. But four hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money for a place. Uh, on a park. Yeah, I guess uh, the, and the, the idea that we're, we're spending, this is another thing, we're spending money when we're cutting budgets, so maybe maybe we should put that off for a year. Is the, are the bathrooms and parks even open right now? Because we, do, we don't want to transfer the virus. I don't think so. so like, I never uh, used one, so I, I never go to a park. I know when, Mitch, I was, I know when Mitch was the host here, we would always joke about how the bathrooms are never open. Even in the summer, they're always locked. You go over there and you got to, you know, do your business and, oh, they're locked because they're only now, open nine you have five. to go, you can't get in. <laughs> yeah, you end up I know having... I took some friends up to Granddad's Bluff a few years ago from uh, Oklahoma and we went up on the bluff and the restrooms were closed. Yeah, and then you went down the bluff, right? Like you literally just went to the bathroom down the bluff? That's about the way it goes. Yeah, go, you got to go, you got to go. Go behind a tree somewhere and just see what you can hit okay. down the hill. You look up that, that uh, $400,000, there's a lot of them little things in there that they want to have that I don't think is necessary. But, you know, it's like you and I and Mitch talk, they got that money machine down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you. It ain't their money, it's our money. Yeah, that's your, that's what I said, that's you, you're the money machine. Not you. You live in Minnesota. Okay. All right. Keep your powder dry. All right. Thanks, Gary Podeski is trying to trying to explain to me, but I think he's he's doing a he, he's maybe uh, I this stuff is just honestly like tid districts and capital improvement budgets. Like you, I bring people on to talk about this stuff better than than me trying to explain all the things on this agenda because now I pulled up. Ah, did I lose the agenda? It's on the desktop. I pulled up the agenda and tried to look at this stuff, and I'm like, ah, that 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 one's kind of confusing. And I think Gary's trying to Gary Podesky on the city council is trying to explain to me. Title company is not it was not CIP capital improvement budget CIP money. Uh, that's why it's not des- designated what it's for. 
tell that to number three. So, uh, no idea, Gary. No idea. No idea what you're talking about. Uh, but Gary's now calling in. Gary's going to try to explain this to me. Gary, you got a meeting to go to. I know. I guess I'm going to charge my computer quick, too. I'm just calling because, one, when number three brought up the title company, Rick, yeah. that's not CIP money. That has nothing to do with this. Oh, yeah. The, and the, as far as that, that shelter at Wigan Hogan, there's 100000 of the 400000 coming from the Neighborhood Association who has X amount of years to spend that money. And this is already the third year that it would be getting kicked back. Oh, okay. And that is a beautiful neighborhood, and the Wagon Hogan Neighborhood Association would like to have meetings there. There's uh, groups there. Without the COVID, you have uh, a lot of youth leagues there. So that's money well spent. I know number three would just as soon live in a, a hut and, and not have any money spent, but <laughs> that's not how a society lives. I mean, we have, that's why people are, my brother in law just sold his house. 10000 over his asking price it was on the, on the market two days. People actually, they can say people don't want to live in the cross. They're wrong. Everybody who sells their house, they're selling way above market. So and one reason they come here is because of our parks, our libraries, our schools. And I think the city it does a good job with the leaf pickup and other things. So, Gary, Gary, do you know if bathrooms are literally open right now, though? Over there, it, what they have is those porta potties. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if those are even open. I'm saying like all bathrooms I are. I don't think they are. No, I don't think they are. Yeah. No, no the, the bathrooms all over. No, I don't think any of the bathrooms are open because of the COVID. Yeah. All right. Well, there's not a way to safely do it. So, anyway, I you know <laughs> I know number three is over and he's getting a little cranky, but <laughs> you know it, it's uh, you know he's got to remember beer's not a nickel a glass anymore. Yeah, you know, I it, think it's, I yeah. used to hear that all the time in the bar. When we bought the bar, was uh, we used to get this for a nickel. I said, when was that? 1961. <laughs> well, now it's 1974. It's 20 cents a glass. You're right. God knows what you know what it is now. So You're right. anyway, All right. life Th- costs money. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Gary. Gary Podesky, a little preview of the city council meeting. Um, uh, yeah, I think what number three is talking about is the idea of paying $400,000 um, for you know a shelter over there in that park. Which seems like a lot to me, but you know, I'm I'm a cheapskate as as much as number three is, and like he, like Gary said, it the on the do, the the neighborhood associations are kicking in. Uh, I think he said a hundred thousand dollars for that. So you know, there's there's different pieces to this puzzle. It's not all number three's money to build that. It's, it's other people are chipping in. All right, we'll go back to the phones. Caller, who's this? You're on the air. My name's Bill. Hey, Bill, go ahead. What you got? Hey, just wondering, you know, uh, you're talking about the parks. I'll use Powell Park as an example. That place used to be filled with softball players. They spent all that money to fix the place up the way it is now. I drive by there every day. I've never seen more than five people in that park. Okay. They're not playing softball over there? No, they took the softball field out. Oh, yeah, they moved it over by what Isle of Plume, right? Is that where the softball deal is? Right, and... And uh, that's all I had to say. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, Bill. Thanks for the call. Um, yeah. Well, and then you know, do we do we need to to put little carousels in there to or stalls in there to figure out how many people come in in and out of the park every day to decide whether or not we should put money into it? I don't know. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello. This is for number three <laughs> about the bathrooms on Granddad Bluff. Yeah. Tell number three never to go in the woods with a bear behind. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right, that's good advice. I I I would say. Although if you, uh, I'm getting a lot of dog pics on the text line right now. Um, although, so send me your dog pics. I re- I really would appreciate those as opposed to some of the texts I get sometimes. Uh, don't go in the woods with a bear behind. Yeah, that's good advice if you're out in Granddad Bluff. Also, if there's a bear on Granddad Bluff, call the police. Because social workers can't deal with a bear. All right, we're going to take another break. We'll be back after this. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM 608-785-7914. Rug sends me a picture of his, uh, of his dog, Riot. Head out the window. I think they're in their car listening to to the show. Uh, libertarian guys listening. Uh, I don't know if his dogs are listening to the show, but he sent me a picture of his two dogs too. Thanks for that. If you want to send me pictures of your dog, 608-785-7914. I forgot I like Buster Rhymes. This used to be my jam back in high school. <laughs> All right, I'll turn it off. <laughs> I heard that song randomly the other day. I was like, oh, I remember this song. Sweet. Uh Gary Podesky, thanks for for calling in last minute right before the the city council meeting tonight. I feel like they're in committee. Is Gary must not be on that on that committee meeting? Um, are they all? I, I wonder if like the the people at city council are just all hovered around like Podesky's phone and he's got the Wisdom app going and he's just they're all listening to the show and just getting mad at my like incompetence of not knowing exactly what <laughs> this or that is. Come on, Rick, like. We talked about this all day yesterday, um, but yeah. So I, I, the the idea that the, the there are a couple of things on here I totally like. Yeah, we should do this. The whole we're gonna up the amount of pot that you can have if you get what if you get. And I don't even understand this either because pot's not legal. And I think uh, Sean Kudron made mention of this when it was first brought up. Is pot isn't legal in Wisconsin, so. If you get caught with pot, then, you know, we're not going to punish you if you have under seven grams and they want to change that to 25 grams. Why are we using grams too? Aren't aren't we supposed to be using pounds and ounces? Much easier if I knew how many ounces or how many pounds of pot you had. If you had pounds of pot though, then you'd definitely be going to, uh, you'd definitely be getting in trouble, which you shouldn't be, right? Shouldn't be getting in trouble for having pot at all. Just look the other way. I wonder if police ever do that. Can they just look the other way if someone's got, if they're not doing anything else? Hey, your car smells like weed. You were doing 37 and a 25. I'm going to give you a speeding ticket. And I don't care that your car smells like weed. Though they were smoking weed, I guess, while driving. So that's inappropriate. Oh, the ins and outs of all that stuff. Hard to manage, I suppose, being a cop. It's probably not an, not an easy job, right, guys? Uh, but uh, there's an interesting story on, on Wisdom. In in, ter- in relation to that too, in in terms of, uh, I'll find my notes here on that. But Kadraki is that is that who that was? I mean, let me look it up here. Um, former former lacrosse police chief Kadraki. He was he was talking uh, today. Just Brad had a couple of stories that, that he read during the day on the news, and and myself as well. But uh, one of them was the idea that. He Kadraki said that people are rioting to get police to wear the riot gear so that we can condemn them for having rioting gear, which seemed kind of a strange place to be. But I'm convinced that this rioting is an intentional effort to force law enforcement to put on that 
uh, uniform uh, or that uh, riot control gear intentionally to make police look like an occupying force. Kadraki also said this uh, at this uh, GOP uh, hosted event. Uh, this one's more interesting, I think. Actually, only a small portion of what we do is directly law enforcement related. Uh, so once we start defunding and somehow mysteriously bring social workers into the picture at three o'clock in the morning, uh, it, you know, is really a pipe dream. So that there's two two thoughts there that that uh, you know, if there's a disorderly or something, a not a disorderly, just something goes down at three in the morning and the police are called. But it's not like a police matter now. We've 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 now in the in the future in this future we've defunded the police and uh, these these uh, calls would would social workers would go out to these calls right and a social worker would would kind of have a better idea of how to deal with whatever whatever that was. So, but but the, but we're not going to have social workers on the clock at three in the morning. But the the more interesting part of his comment there was right at the beginning. Actually, only a small portion of what we do is directly law enforcement related. But I think that's kind of the whole point, Kondracki. The only, only a small portion of what police do is law enforcement related. So, all right. Well, let's focus. Let you guys focus in on that. And then the other stuff can be doled out to other people, right? That are experts in those areas, right? That's... I don't know. I, I, I kind <laughs> but but you know his argument is that the social worker is going to have to get up at three in the morning and go to uh, some kind of disturbance and and calm it down or or solve the issue. Well, okay. Well, then we're going to have social workers on the clock twenty four seven. I think some places do do that, right? Like there's twenty four seven hotlines. Do the do the social worker have to literally go out and if the law enforcement is needed, then you call the law enforcement. If there's a disturbance where, you know, someone's getting beaten or there's a knife pulled or some kind of violent act being hap- happening, then then police would be involved. But if not, you know, the call comes in and it's not like related to, to, to any violence, then, then the police don't have to be involved. I don't know. It's a lot to think about. And I gave myself three minutes to talk about it. Uh, and we, we, you, I think we could run circles around all that uh, all day, every day, and maybe we will until until things change or things stay the same, right? I think the the, the there's the, we've made this a political discussion too, right? The GOP, uh, one of the, the r- people running uh, for the next election, had hosted this event a Republican, and it was, you know, pro-police. And then I suppose some Democrat somewhere will host another event and it'll be anti-police, so to speak. So, anyway, super fun to talk about. Uh, it actually is. I think it is pretty interesting. I just, I I uh, kind of wonder about um, where it's going to go in the future. The, uh, the other thing, too, I'll just mention this real quick before we get out of here. There was a shooting at 3 a.m. today, so <laughs> that's when the police are needed, right? Like, we need, we, need the, we need the police now because there's a shooting, and they, got, they, they apparently got the people that were involved, hopefully. Hopefully they got them. If they didn't get them, they were at least uh, the vehicle was seen there, 
and that they did get all the guns. So it seems pretty likely that the the people in that car with the guns, including a fake gun. So the, if you go to wisdomnews.com, look for the the strain. It, it's like they threw the guns on the, the on the street. It looks like almost on the blacktop, and just took a picture. And the flash is right in the middle. It's kind of a funny picture. But uh, if you if you check it out, the, one of those guns I think is fake. They they confiscated. They maybe not. They confiscated three guns and one fake gun. So I guess I'm only seeing three guns there. But maybe that cell phone is the fake gun. Um, I wouldn't be able to tell you if, if that gun was fake or not. So um, anyway, that's all the time we got for today. Friday tomorrow. All right. So maybe I'll, I'm definitely going to talk some sports tomorrow. <laughs> but we'll be back then. Thanks for listening, and have a good evening.